0: Hey, top of the morning to you. This is the Freight Broker TV podcast for Wednesday, July 20th, 2022. How you doing? Today, we are going to be talking about the topic of the day is prospecting tools. If you're a freight broker, even a trucking company, and you're looking for customers, well, there are plenty of tools out there available to you. We're going to be that that will help you find customers, and that's going to be the focus of our topic today. Fuel prices down, and I noticed on the news, the uh, White House, Biden administration's taking a victory lap. Hey, hey. Yeah, you're the reason they're high. They went stupid. You, Anyway. <laughs> no, you're not our hero. <laughs> you're still the villain, making these fuel prices go up and inflation and everything else. Fuel prices are down, but holy smoke. Diesel, 543 $5.43 a gallon. Yeah, it's down thirteen point six cents a gallon from last week, but come on, we're still over two dollars a gallon higher than what it was a year ago, and I'm thinking probably closer to three dollars a gallon to what it was two years ago. I can't I don't have those numbers in front of me, but I'm just guessing. Gasoline four forty-nine a gallon, down 12 uh, 12.7 cents from last week, but still up. $1. thirty-four from a year ago. So this is no time to be pounding your chest bragging about what a good job you've done when everything's so out of whack it's not even funny. But anyway, today's impossible question. Let's get right to it. This food is so universally popular that 93% of the worldwide population likes it. What could it be? I know what my first thought was, <laughs> and I was wrong, so keep that in mind. And I'll tell you what that was if I remember uh, before we get done. North Carolina kicks off a week-long speed enforcement campaign. Don't forget, if you're going through Arkansas, two-week campaign. It's going on now. Law enforcement agencies across North Carolina are currently taking part in a speed enforcement effort. Started Monday. And it'll be uh, going on through July 24th. North Carolina police are taking part in speeding wrecks, lives. I'll better in Arkansas. Arkansas will give you a ticket <laughs> in partnership with the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. So if you're out in Carolina, North Carolina, keep him, keep that in mind. Spot rates. Let's look at spot rates for a moment. Spot rates from last week. Vans up. Looks uh, like uh, 0.3% flatbed, holding uh, down uh, about 0.6%, refrigerated loads down 1%. Spot rates, keep in mind, are the uh, average rates per mile that a broker's paying a truck to move the load from point A to point B. If you're a freight broker, you're wondering where to get those spot rates. Well, any reputable load board will make available to you their spot rate tool. And what the spot rate tool is doing is taking all the numbers that have been posted on their load board by brokers to move a load, what they're paying to move a load. And then they are making those averages available to you as a spot rate. Now, the nice thing about spot rate tool, if you didn't know, it fluctuates with the market. There's another tool out there. It's known as a contract rate tool. That is generally for trekking companies more than a broker. If you're a broker, you can use it, but you're going to find they're going to charge you for a contract rate tool. Contract rate tool is taking actual rates between a trucking company and their own customer and using them as the data to calculate an average. Okay, so trucking companies submit this information and that information goes into uh, the system and it spits it out as an average rate per mile that a shipper is paying the truck. Now, you may be thinking, well, hey, that's the tool. That's the tool we need right there. That's the tool because it's telling us what the customer's paying. Now, nah, see the problem here is contract rate. Contracts between a trucking company and a broker are generally for a 12-month period. That's when the trucking company goes into the uh, negotiating room with their potential customer, and they uh, hash it out. The line hauls, the accessorial pays, the uh, uh, fuel surcharges, and things of that nature. So, those line haul rates, they're going to be uh, set in stone for at least 12 months. So, if something happens in the market and the rate goes up, rate goes down, the uh, contract contracted line haul rates, they're going to be steady. But the only thing that's going to change with the contract rate tool will be the fuel surcharge. Now, as a broker, you may be asking, we get this question a lot. What about the fuel surcharge? Well, we are not doing these kind of contracts with a shipper. Now, I say we are not. Generally, you're not. You're going to have to be a pretty big broker to uh, be able to get a a shipper to sit down with you and negotiate rates like that, like a trucking company would. Because as a broker, you have to understand you're dealing with the air. <laughs> what I mean, uh, you know, until you've got a truck, you have nothing to negotiate with. It's just a lot of ifs. You see what I mean? If I can get a truck, should I be able to get a truck? Trucking company, on the other hand, they have equipment, so if they 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 can sit down because they can, they can guarantee that customer a truck because they have a truck. See what I mean? But anyway, uh, that contract rate tool it will not fluctuate. Spot rate tools fluctuate, so keep that in mind. All right. All right. What else is going on? Let's see here. Ah, AB5 out there in California. What a messed up thing. California is almost like Washington. They they can't help themselves. And this has been going on for a while. We've not talked about it. But uh, this has been going on where owner-operators out in California that are, I believe they're leased on to trucking companies that have been hauling freight. They're independent contractors leased on But California's AB5 is now forcing those independent contractors with their own trucks that have been leased on to these companies to now be considered as employees. Talk about mucking up the water. What are they thinking? I know what they're thinking. Hey, if we make it employees, we're going to be able to get more taxes. That's exactly what this is coming down to. More money. Everybody knows it, too. Everybody. Even the Supreme Court, it went to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court uh, denied hearing the case, sent it back. So it's actually law, but uh, there are members of Congress, uh, California Congress, that are urging Governor Newsom, which I think is more concerned about getting people to move from Florida to California. I don't know what he's Everybody knows that he's got his sights set on Biden's job. And that boy talking about bad to worse. That's hard to imagine. Anyway, uh, Representative Michelle Steele uh, in California led 10 members of California Congressional Delegation in sending a letter last week to uh, Governor Newsom urging him to take immediate action to prevent AB5 from devastating the California trucking industry and further crippling nationwide supply chains. Talk about a backup at the port. A lot of those trucking companies going in there to pick up or trucks to pick up those trucks containers coming in. Remember last year how it all backed up and the nothing could get unloaded? Yeah. Yeah, let's see these owner operators find something else to do because they're not going to be considered employees made them move. Maybe get their own authority maybe. I don't know, it's going to be it's going to be nutty. Lawmakers noted the uh, recent Supreme Court denial of rehearing of the uh, California Trucking Associations case against the AB5's law uh, law's application to trucking, noting That uh, quote leaves a reported 70,000 independent truckers with serious doubts about whether they can continue to operate inside California. This creates a legal mess made by the state of California. AB5 continues to restrict the ability of Californians to work as independent contractors. They don't want you to work as independent contractors. That's what it sounds like. They don't want you to be independent contractors. They want you to be in the system where somebody's paying taxes. Independent contractors pay taxes. But anyway, the group added that AB5 will have a negative effect on the supply chain and will lead to many independent contractors leaving the state. Absolutely, it will. You know, the a lot of these independent contractors, they have truck payments. They will leave the state so they can work and make those truck payments. Without enough truckers, cargo will continue to sit at the ports, what we were just talking about, waiting to be delivered. This is according to the the group. The group goes on to say, we must allow for truckers in California to work as independent contractors like it has been forever. (laughs) The lawmakers sent the letter after the U.S. Supreme Court declined to take up the California uh, Trucking Association's case against the law. This law's application to trucking have been stayed a pending appeal, but will now go into effect, potentially shrinking the number of owner-operators, further worsening the backlogs at the ports of L.A. and Long Beach, exasperating the supply chain crisis, and so much more, according to the group. So keep an eye on that. And Christmas is just around the corner. (laughs) It is. Troopers in six states are joining forces for high visibility enforcement of move-over laws. Now, before you get excited about this, (laughs) it's not the type of move-over you're thinking. When I first saw it, I thought, well, they should. I'm not all for these stupid laws like Arkansas has where, you know, the only time you could be in the left lane is if you're passing out. "Mm, Give me a break, you know. But... The move over, hey, if you're in the left lane, get out of the way. You know, we don't need a law saying that. That's common sense. But uh, what I was thinking about this move over law, that's why I thought they were referring to the six states. Maybe they didn't have these uh, laws like Arkansas. And I, I don't know if Arkansas is really enforcing it or not. We already had a law in the books like that, and then they came out a year or two ago, made another law to make it even more stricter or something. It's just nuts. They're making laws to that are pretty much identical to the previous laws. Had they just enforced the previous law, there would be no need to make another law to... that, uh, Anyway. Don't get me in that crazy circle. Talk about insanity. <laughs> anyway. Uh, this is a different type of move-over. Emergency vehicles on the side of the road? Get over. That's what this law... Th- this is uh, talking about move-over laws. Like when a uh, trooper or ambulance, or fire department, get over. Get out of the way. I mean, that should be common sense. Anyway, as part of a law enforcement partnership called the Six State Trooper Project, state police are concentrating on the enforcement of move-over laws. That started this past Sunday. And it's going to go through July 23rd. The project, spearheaded by the Ohio State Patrol, Highway Patrol, O-S-H-P, the Ohio State Highway Patrol, <laughs> they're participating Uh, Agencies include the Indiana State Police, Kentucky State Police, Michigan State Police, Pennsylvania State Police, and the West Virginia State Police. Ohio law already requires uh, all drivers to move to an adjacent lane and or slow down when approaching a stop, police vehicle, other emergency vehicle, ambulance, fire truck, you get the idea, road service, tow trucks, waste collection vehicles, highway maintenance vehicles or public utility commission vehicles. Uh, when these vehicles have their warning lights activated. Isn't that nuts? I mean, that's just common sense. But, we all know, (laughs) that common sense is somewhat lacking, huh? All right, let's get to the topic of the day. The topic of the day is uh, prospecting tools. Prospecting tools that you have available. Specifically, we're going to be talking about directories. All right. Now, my name is Mike, and I'm the lead consultant with TALTOA. You probably already know that if you're new to the uh, podcast. Well, I am. And TALTOA is a transportation and logistics training and consulting firm. We uh, work with freight brokers, trucking companies. Our specialty is... Uh, training and consulting freight brokers and helping trucking companies develop an additional stream of revenue as a freight broker, maybe even a freight broker agent. We always recommend to people to start out as a freight broker agent if you're new to the industry. And the reason for that is simply this, as a freight broker agent, you're not going to have the weight of the world on your shoulder. A freight broker agent is one that is contracted to work as an independent contractor And at this time, even in California, (laughs) the independent contractor under a licensed freight brokerage. So you're working under their license, their bond, they're handling all the heavy lifting. What you're doing as a freight broker agent is concentrating on making money. You're out here getting your own customers, getting loads, finding trucks to move those loads. And as you are successful doing that, you're going to get paid a pretty doggone good commission. Standard commission for a freight broker agent in the industry is 60% of profit on the load. I call it load net. For instance, if you had a load that was paying, I don't know, $3,000 to go from point A to point B, you negotiated with the truck and you got that truck to move that load for, I don't know, 2100 There's a $900 net there. Uh, your commission on that load would be what? fifty-four or $540, rather that's how that works now i know i use the big number there but understand your 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 profit on a load can be all over the board i mean if it's short haul or you know you may have a net or a profit on a load fifty dollars hundred dollars I mean, that many could be all all over the place but it adds up it it really does matter of fact we had a client that did a pretty good uh move their first load here this past week and they were all excited because they, they made pretty good money on that load. Trucking company did too. Okay. Now, that's what we do. We train, consult, and if you're starting out as a freight broker agent, when you complete your training, you can enter our TMP. We call it TMP, Tatoa Mentorship Program. That allows you to begin your broker operation as a freight broker agent through us under our licensed brokerage. That allows you to get out there and start your broker operation as an agent, where you're able to start building a customer base. You're able to start gaining experience. You're able to work loads. In other words, in the mentorship program, you don't have you know you're in it. You're, you're, it's not like you're going to go through training and then you got to go out here and find a, a company to contract with because. Even most of these brokerages, you call them and say, hey, I just completed training. They're going to say, well, great, go get some experience and call me. (laughs) You know, because they want you to have an experience and a book of business. This is what the mentorship program allows you to do. The mentorship program, quite honestly, is designed to allow a client to focus on building that customer base and gaining experience so they can take the next step. The next step being uh, obtaining a contract direct with the brokerage after their mentorship program, or even starting their own freight brokerage company. You know, either or, whatever they choose to do. But anyway, check us out, Totoa.com. If you have any questions, feel free to call me, 479-668-0838. Now, prospecting tools, uh, specifically we're talking about directories today. There are, and, and, you know, in training, you know, we go through this with our clients uh, using directories. There are literally thousands upon thousands upon thousands of shipper directories, industry directories, manufacturing directories available online. They're all over the place. Most of those will be free to use. Emphasis on free. Free there are those directories that want you to pay them to purchase their directory or to have access to their directory. Some of these are monthly, some of these it's a one-time payment. My recommendation to my clients is save your money. Save your money. The reason is simply this Anything you can find in a paid directory, you're going to find in a free directory somewhere else. And literally, there are thousands. Go ahead, do it. Uh, open up your Google or whatever and type in a search term "manufacturing directory." You'll probably get millions of results. Now, granted, not every one of those are going to be a true, blue, great shipper directory. Use, you know, save the ones you'd like. Save them. You know, add them to your favorites. The more resources you have, the better off you're going to be. The more tools you're going to have to be able to help you find potential customers. So, so many times, you know, I I, I hear people tell me, I see them online too, you know, hey, for $49.95 or for 300 bucks or for whatever, you know, they, they can buy a directory. And something else about when you're using a shipper directory, they're all going to have classifications like distributor, Wholesaler, custom manufacturer, manufacturer, whatever. My recommendation, ignore those classifications. Ignore them. The time is, it is not time to do a bunch of research at this point. And and those classifications, well, what I'm getting at is I've seen a lot of brokers, they see that classification on that uh, directory listing, and they start wondering, hey, should I be calling? Should I be calling this company? Are they even a true shipper of any type of a commodity? And the next thing you know, they've spent 20 minutes trying to do research on that company to figure out if they should even bother calling them or not. Just add them to your prospect form list, whatever it is, your yellow pad that you're writing all this information down on. Call them. Believe me. It's has got to be a lot quicker than trying to figure it out on your own, doing all this research on the internet to figure out if they even use trucks. You know, five seconds into that phone call, you'll know if they use trucks or not. You know, one, one commodity that is so very important to a freight broker, and this goes with any business, but especially a freight broker, is time. You have got to be a great time Manager of your own time. Once you start your broker operation and, and you get out there, you'll see what I'm talking about. And any experienced broker, or even trucking company, you already know this: you can miss a load or miss getting a truck by just seconds. Just seconds. You don't have time to be wasting. You know. You know. And even no matter how good you get. You're still going to miss loads by seconds. If you're a freight broker, you call a trucking company, oh, man, if you would have called me 10 seconds ago, I would have took that load over. much rather add that load. That's just the way it is. You know, time management, that, that's critical. Anyway, prospecting tools, directories, save your money. There are tons of them, tons of them that are free. And anything you're going to find in a paid directory, you're going to find in a free directory someplace else. So keep that in mind. Alright, what else is going on today? Well, it's July 20th, and today is, well, it's still, July is still ice cream month. But uh, today is nap day, hot dog day to go with those ice creams, and fortune cookie day. Don't ask me how that got involved with the hot dog day, but uh, nap day, I'm in. Hot dog day, I'm in. Fortune cookie days, I like, I like fortune cookies, but still... Having a birthday today. Happy birthday to you. You're in pretty good company. Uh, Born on this date back in 1938, Natalie Wood. 1963, Frank Whaley. Now, that name may just be going totally over your head, but you've seen him in a lot of stuff. Uh, The one thing that really stands out in my mind, ever see the movie Field of Dreams? Yeah, Kevin Costner. He was in that movie. He was the young Dr. Graham. He was the young Archie Graham, remember? You know, he stepped over the uh, gravel and went from being young to being old. You know, just like that to save uh, Kevin Costner's daughter. She was choking. 1964, uh, Dean Winters. He was born on this date. Now, Dean Winters, he's another one of those. That, uh, you may be. Who's, who is that? He's he's the uh, mayhem guy on the uh, Allstate commercials. <laughs> 1973, Omar Epps, you remember him from House M.D. Him and House used to get into it all the time. He was born on this date back in 1973. This date in history, going back to 1859, the first admission fee is charged to see a baseball game. How much do you think that fee was? 50 cents. Half dollar. Half dollar to go see a baseball game. What is it now, 100 now, you know, you're going to be saying, "Yeah, but 50 cents back then, yeah, 50 cents back then was worth $18.75 in today's money." I mean, that's the equivalent, and I hate doing that. I I you know, that just drives me nuts. And and my logic, hey, if you put 50 cents in a in a in a drawer in 1859, it would still be 50 cents in 2022. Actually be worth a lot more. <laughs> because it's 1859 coins, in mint condition, I would hope. But uh, still, you know, 1875 today compared to you know 100 bucks, that's a pretty big difference. You know, I, 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 you know, I'm in Arkansas. We got a we got a minor league team, I think, up in uh, Fayetteville area. But uh, the uh, I, I used to go down to the Dallas. You know, Texas Rangers and the Cowboys games down there. Those were pretty fun. I lived down there in Texas for a while, down around uh, uh, Bryan and College Station area, down in that part of Texas. Liked it. Really enjoyed it. Wasn't an Aggie. I mean, I wasn't down there for college is what I'm getting at. Texas A&M is uh, in College Station, but it, it, it was a nice area. Liked it. 1969, Apollo 11 astronaut. Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin became the first men to walk on the moon. At 10.56 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, on this date in 1969, Neil Armstrong stepped out on the moon from Apollo's lunar module and said those infamous words, That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. And on this date, back in 1985, John Howard set the bicycle speed record at 152 miles per hour. When I first saw that, I thought, hey, that's downhill. I could do it downhill. No, this is out there on the salt flats. Now, that record, 152 miles per hour, that was beat in October, well, October 3rd, 1995, by Fred uh, I, I'm, I can't even pronounce this Rumpelberg, something like that. Yeah, he uh, he beat that record uh, by going 167.044 miles per hour. So that's quite a step up. If you don't have one already, you can get one. New T V podcast mug. It's available. Go to our website, Freight Broker TV. Matter of fact, on Saturdays, we do these podcasts every Wednesday and Saturday. But Saturday... Saturday is our Q&A one. Uh, matter of fact, if you haven't heard it, you can go back to uh, one of the previous podcasts from last Saturday. Every Saturday we do Q&As. Your questions, are answers. And we take those uh, questions, actually, and uh, they'll show up on YouTube individually as a YouTube video. But anyway, YouTube, our YouTube channel, obviously, uh, if you want to go check that out. Uh, YouTube.com forward forward slash Freight Broker TV. But if you have any questions for our our Q&A days on Saturday mornings, you can send them to me, FBTV at FreightBrokerTV.com. We have forums all over the website, FreightBrokerTV.com. You can even uh, use your Skype and uh, message your questions to us or call us. Just get on your Skype app. Do a search for FBTB and look for our logo. You'll know you've got it. All right, what kind of news we got going on? Ah, oh, did you see, see this? A group of consumers out in California. California's big, big name today. <laughs> There's soonie candy maker Mars alleging Skittles contain a known toxin that makes the rainbow candies unfit to eat. The suit alleges that Skittles are unsafe for consumers because they contained heightened levels of titanium dioxide. Skittles have been around for a long, long time. Never heard anybody dying from Skittles or getting titanium dioxide poisoning. Just because I haven't heard it doesn't make it so, uh, so though. Uh, only 17% prefer shopping for groceries online. I would think that number would be a lot lower. This from our did you know category. I, I, I'm just not big on buying groceries. I buy a lot of stuff online. Matter of fact, there's FedEx vehicles, UPS vehicles, there's U, uh, United Park, uh, uh, USPS delivering stuff here all the time. My wife, she got in that habit of ordering, and I order online. But not food, not food. Well, I take that back. My wife does order these diet drinks. You know, she drinks one for breakfast or whatever. Uh, from Walmart, they bring them. You know, but that's 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 not that's not like produce or meat. No, I got to see my produce. I got to see the meat. You know what I mean? You know, I went to the butcher shop the other day and. And man, you know, ribeyes, you know, every once in a while I'll go to the butcher shop and I'll get me some, you know, a couple of ribeyes put out on the grill. And anymore, you know, these things used to be like 10 bucks a piece at the butcher, you know, but anymore, forget it, 15, 16, 17 bucks per ribeye. And it's not a huge ribeye either. And uh, that that you know, any more I, I I'm very 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 picky. I, I went into the uh, butcher shop the other day, looked, and they yeah they had ribeyes, but barely any marbling at all. And just hey, next time maybe you know here I go out the door I went. Now groceries you know not too big on online. Uh, if you're a man on average, it says you get a belt every two years. Wonder why i've got a leather belt i think i've had it for jeez pushing 10 years so i don't know Uh, now i can relate to this there's been research done and and these researchers say that a perfect nap lasts 26 minutes yeah we call that a power nap i know when i was driving you know, thirty minutes was it, man? You you know, if you need if you were tired behind that wheel, you needed a nap. Thirty minutes. You set your alarm at a screaming meanie. This is before the cell phones. You know, old timers out there, you know what I'm talking about. The screaming meanie. I uh, used to be able to get them at truck stops. I mean, they were loud. They would wake the dead. Wake the dead loud. And uh, yeah, thirty minutes was it. If if you uh went longer than 30 minutes you were in a uh, what what do they call that? rem sleep REM sleep i don't know uh, you, you you got into that deep sleep and if you woke up from that if you got into that type of sleep man you were just groggy and felt terrible 30 minutes so you could wake up and man you could hit the ground running yep totally get that all right just so you know public service announcement there is now a mental health hotline Instead of 911, just out 988. 988. All right. Uh, wrap this up here. Uh, but this is kind of interesting. General Motors is giving some customers a $5,500 discount on its new 2023 Cadillac all electric SUV in exchange for them signing a non disclosure agreement. Agreeing to let GM track how they use it but they can't tell anybody how it works. Non-disclosure, you can't say a word. We don't want you going out here and telling them how bad these electric vehicles are. $5,500. Gonna... I wonder how much one of these things cost. I bet it's pushing six digits. A Cadillac SUV? Electric? Come on. I read, too. We, you know, we didn't talk anything about it today, but I've read, too. I've seen it, uh, the headlines, a lot of the... Uh, first responders, they are a little not happy with these uh, batteries in these vehicles. Electric vehicles. So, well, just more issues, more problems. I've said it before, you know, they're they're pushing all this stuff, and I can see it ten years from now. You know, what was that? Well, that was supposed to be a charging station for electric cars. That never happened. I mean, they're happening, but anyway. All right, today's impossible question: This food is so universally popular that ninety-three percent of the people worldwide like it. What food is it? I bet you thought popcorn, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought too. Or well, no, it is popcorn. I, 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 I meant. I, first thing that came to my mind was pizza. Pizza. I thought it was going to be pizza, but no, it's popcorn. Popcorn. All right, kind of screwed that up, didn't I? Oh well, it's Wednesday. It's downhill from here. Don't forget Saturday, 9 a.m. Uh, it's the uh, Q and A day here on the uh, FBTV podcast. So go have a great rest of your week, unless, of course, you've made other plans. Uh, we'll talk soon.